Hey everybody, welcome into the Divot Room. We're here to review the 2021 Masters. With me, as always, is Todd. Todd, how you doing? Doing great, Chris. Good. How'd you spend your Sunday, Todd? Well, as we were talking earlier, we both had completely different experiences. Yeah. You were at work? I was at work. I was not at work. I was in my backyard. Did you set up a TV in your backyard? Yep, it was a beautiful day. That's amazing. Uh, my friend Jamie brought over the fun box, which is his 1960s trailer. So we called that Butler Cabin. <laughs> oh, well, you sent you texted me that picture. Yeah. I was like, it looks like he's in a travel trailer. What's he doing? I was like, are you... I, it was yeah, great. because I he, wasn't sure what was going on. He, he brought a flat screen TV and hooked up rabbit ears. So yeah. when we were in the fun box, we were able to see, see you were, you parked out on the street in my big driveway in your big driveway. You parked that in your big driveway and you called that Butler cabin and you had a TV outside. So you guys were all over the place. Couple TVs. Yeah. And it started at 11. Yeah. And went till one in the morning. Wow. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little fuzzy. Good work. Thank you. I bet you Hideki even went to bed earlier than you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, wow, that's impressive, dude. Well, and I was only, we were supposed to do it at noon, and I'm here at 1230 having a little hair of the dog. Yeah, there you go. So you're an idiot <laughs> if you don't have hair of the dog, you know, after a big night. What about you? What'd you do? Yeah, so I was at work. Um, I was able to catch most of it. So it was, uh, yeah, it was fine. Um had I really wanted to guarantee to be able to watch uh, the whole thing and be able to enjoy it to the fullest, I would have just taken the day off. But I, I didn't. I, I uh, went into work and yeah, I was able to catch the majority of it and recorded it just in case. And uh, so here we are. You, s- uh, you sent me a picture of a of a pimento cheese sandwich <laughs> on white bread. Yeah, good job, firefighter Brent Swords. Uh, he's from Georgia. Mm. He's been to the Masters. A handful wow. of times. He usually goes to the practice rounds. His dad usually gets tickets. But uh, um, this year, he was unable to go. So uh, he was at work, and he made some pimento cheese the other day, and we had some Did everybody have sandwiches. one? I don't believe so. Brent and I each had two. What happened to your other dummies? I don't know, dude. Yes. Were they watching it? They were offered. Uh, yeah. mm. Are they friends of the show? Absolutely, friends of the show. Yes, I'm not. I'm not. We're not judging. No, no. If you don't eat pimento cheese, I get it. I think I've never del- had one. It's delicious. It was good. I'm a little scared. I told Brent, I was like, dude, I think the only reason I haven't tried it is because of the name pimento. Did, did I don't he, know. It just doesn't sound good. Uh, for our listeners, you want to? Did he hand make it? Yeah. Well, you should tell our sound like may, maybe like a like his granny's recipe, maybe or or maybe he found the recipe. But his granny used to make pimento cheese, and uh, so uh, it's it's I don't know if it's just a Georgia thing or a South thing or 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 what, but it's certainly. Well, what are the ingredients? Oh, dude, put me on the spot. I don't know. Oh, you don't know cheese pimentos. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he threw some onions in there, maybe. I think his granny used to put some jalapenos or something in there. So You didn't help him make it? I did not. Cause he, well, he made it on Thursday. Oh. And, and so then we ate it. Uh, yeah, we ate, it, ate some yesterday. Sunday. Yeah. So uh, 
I mean, clearly there's a lot of our listeners, fans of the show that aren't necessarily golf fans, but uh, pimento cheese sandwich is one of those uh, staples for Augusta National Golf Club that they sell those. At, and they're at, cheap as hell. I yeah, think they're like a buck. cheap as hell out there. Buck 50 or something. Yep. So uh, I also played golf on Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Okay. In the bombs. I and it was our masters. Yeah. I usually try to get out there for that, but I had softball. Or the girls had softball, so I watched uh, uh, my oldest daughter pitch. Great game on Saturday. So Victory, right? Victory. Nice. Yeah. How many innings did she throw? Uh, three or four. Can't remember. She did good, though. It was fun to watch. I love watching her pitch. So Awesome. Yeah. Uh, me, I shot a smooth 82. It's coming around. It's coming it's, around. It's coming, coming, it's coming around. I feel like. I'm sorry. It's 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 not coming around. And I'll tell you, I lost three marbles, uh, two in the water, and this naughty squirrel on 15 went on the green and took my ball. No. Yeah. That par three. Really? Yep. On uh, great blue or green back? The great blue. Which par three? The one over the water, 15. The, okay, yeah, yeah, yep. It's like yep. I hit it on the green, center of the green. I've never seen a squirrel take a ball. You, you're you're a, seriously a squirrel ran across the so, green, picked up your ball, and took off. I hit first, get it on. Vincent hit second. He shot a seventy-two. He's oh, a big fat winner that nice. day. I know, and I got to watch it. Um, my ball was there. I, I turn around. I'm doing something, and I turn back around, and my ball's gone. And then somebody, I'm like, "Hey, where's my ball?" <clears throat> and the, we're all like, no. and then somebody's like, "Oh, you know what? I saw a squirrel running out there." <laughs> so we went and looked in the bushes, and that son of a bitch took my ball. It's been asleep all winter. It woke up and was like, "Ooh, they have got white nuts now." <laughs> it looked. It seemed. <laughs> See what this tastes like. It, it seemed malicious. Yeah. It it must have been his first rodeo because most likely when he cracks into that thing, he's not going to want to eat it. So I definitively <laughs> didn't. Right. <laughs> He, he's saving it. He's saving it for next winter. So the, the next tee box is above the green. Yep. So I saw those guys hit on, and I saw that son of a bitch run out there, and I really wanted him to steal the ball. Just, A, so that I have confirmation, you know, like yeah, 100% proof. But yeah. yeah. Dude, that's so funny. I've never seen – I mean, I've seen people get bit by squirrels on, on golf courses, uh, you know, a little ankle – bites or something but that's dude, that's funny i've never seen a squirrel if, if, actually take away a golf ball if you go to the divot room on instagram you'll see a picture of him hmm. i took a picture of him like a month ago so if your partner in crime here was on instagram i'd be able to see it but since i'm not well, i didn't see it all right dude let's talk about the current news in golf so uh, clearly this is a master's review so hideki matsuyama 2021 master's champion and we'll get into more details about that here in a little bit but what else you got todd well on the preview of the masters on last tuesday the result of tiger's crash was out but it wasn't released well the very next day wednesday it did get released and the cause was excessive speed did you read it no, but I've, I we talked about it in last week's podcast, right? No, we didn't. We were just talking about should it be released? Oh, shouldn't okay. it be? Re I said hell yeah because he was driving like a maniac, right? Here, like he's private. Yeah, 
So uh, it was released. Okay. So I, didn't, I did not see it. The result was that he was driving like an asshole. And he had the, it said he went through the uh, median going approximately 87 miles an hour. And he had his foot on the gas pedal at 99%. And then he didn't let off until he hit the mountain when he was going 75. And that was it. And they said that he was confused, but seemed acting normal. Although when he was in the hospital, he goes, am I in Florida? <laughs> like, no, you're, you're in LA, bro. Well, concussion will do that to you. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, anyways, I don't, judge, I don't judge people for their irrational thoughts when they have just gone through a traumatic accident. That's absolutely normal. Yeah. Right. But let's judge, not judge, but let's talk about maybe the potentials for before yeah. the accident. So potentially asleep. Yep. Right. Uh, I mean, gosh, you know, you, if you're asleep, you think you would relax, not push on the pedal. Yeah. I mean, he was clearly agitated before he left he the hotel. Late. Yeah. He was running late. Let's just, and, and you know what? We've said it here before. This might just be a case of that Tiger Woods is just a shitty driver. <laughs> he clearly is. <laughs> I mean, this isn't just like, well, maybe Tiger was high on pain meds. Well, yeah, maybe Tiger did take some pain medication that morning, but he might just be a really horrible driver on the planet yeah because uh, there are there i mean there are bad drivers out there there are ma major accidents every day but just the fact that tiger woods gotten one we're talking about it and i mean some people think it's their business i don't necessarily think it's my business but i think it's good to know kind of what happened and see what kind of state he's in so i don't know yeah i, I think uh you know, we're lucky that nobody got killed. For sure. Uh, we're lucky that he didn't get killed, but we're lucky that he didn't kill somebody else. You know, maybe they're out just walking their dog. It could have been absolutely horrific. I mean, if he, I mean, when you're Tiger Woods, you got no problem making a phone call and saying, listen, I'm going to be in late, a little yeah. late. Yeah. Nobody's going to hold it against you. You're Tiger Woods. Or, or, or even better. Hey, I'm Tiger Woods. I'm on pain meds. I like to have a few cocktails in the morning before I go out and play golf. Can can you can I hire you to drive me for the week? <laughs> can that I, be kind of part of the deal? Tiger, I will give you my phone number. Yeah. I will fly down to wherever you're at on me. My wife not might not feel the same way, but I will fly down wherever you're at and I'll drive you for a week. See? I will do it. That would be fun. I might even do it for free, Tiger. And he has to sit next to you. And sure. Heated seats, air conditioned seats. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll do it for free, Tiger. Give yeah. me a call anytime. Chris Hart, Tiger's DD. Mm, I like it. All right. So, uh, yeah, we're done with news. You got anything else in uh, news worthy? Uh, I don't, no, no I guess Bryson DeChambeau dropped out of the heritage, which we're going to talk about later because he. Because he just can't hit it far enough? I guess so. Yeah. It's too easy of a course for him. Mm-hmm. Well, let's review our picks. So we had the Masters, 2021 Masters. Uh, yeah, we're, let's just run through it. So, Todd, you picked Jordan Spieth, John Rahm, and Xander Souffle. Mm. You did well. You had Jordan Spieth, T3, John Rahm, T5, and Xander Shoffley. Had a damn good chance at winning it. Oh, my God. T3. Now, we're going to get into some of this in detail in a little bit, but I picked Justin Thomas, 
laid a little bit of an egg. Certainly didn't live up to his own I expectations. Agree. He's severely disappointed, I'm sure. T twenty one. Patrick Cantlay, dude, laid an egg. Yep, missed the cut. And Abraham answer. Uh, got off to a weird kind of round one, so he ended up T twenty six. He didn't make the cut. Um, so after all, was, everything shook out. You had three guys in the top uh, top ten. You win six dollars out of the jar, and I owe the jar a dollar. Finally, yeah. And uh, Todd and I were just talking. We <laughs> since <laughs> since I've been winning the entire jar every week, we really haven't had to address this, but. We're uh, each week. We're just going to each chip in another five dollars in the jar, so we just kind of build it up. So, um, yeah. So we've already exchanged the money. Everything's in the jar. The jar is uh, whole. It's up to speed, and everything's updated. Anything on your picks, dude? I mean, I I will add. Okay, so we do. We are going to pick alternates. We're going to actually pick a couple of alternates for the RBC. But um, my alternate, I'm not kicking myself for not picking him. As one of my three, because I mean, he's young. Will Zalatoris, he was my alternate. Um, just in case Patrick Cantlay like fell down the stairs, wished he would have. Wished he would have. Just a sprain. Just a sprain. Um, and then you had an alternate. Your your go to, Daniel Furberger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for getting that in there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Will Zalatoris. Um, let we, we'll get to Will Zalatoris here in a little bit. Yeah, I, he's clearly somebody to be talked about uh, in in the world of golf and in this podcast particularly. So, um, yeah, let's just get right into it, Todd. Uh, our review of the Masters. So we're going to kind of go round by round. We're not going to get totally in depth. We're not going to go hole by hole, and we're not going to do a whole lot of that. We're just going to kind of hit some highlights that each of us want to hit. So round one, Todd, you know, brutal conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, greens were, were fast and hard, and guys were comparing it to boxing matches. I think Sergio talked about it. He just felt like he just got done with the 12 rounds at the Van Holyfield. <laughs> Somebody else made a reference to uh, to a boxing match as well. So what do you got for round one? What, uh, what kind of highlights or lowlights do you have? Well, uh, the, the first one was the opening tee shots by your honorary – players lee elder who was the first african-american to play in the masters yeah do you know what year 1967 oh god no 75 75 that's a disgrace and that they've been doing the tournament since 1934 yeah um so anyways during the tea ceremony they're like talking about lee elder and just how great it is that he's here. Um, Gary Player is standing there next to him, and he's got his honorary caddy, his son, Wayne. And he's holding some golf balls. I don't, if you want to go see the brand, you can. But he's like, just did this gorilla advertising right in the middle of this guy's speech. And after the fact, the company that, makes the balls was like oh we did not ask him to do that and wayne was just like oh i just in case anybody wanted to know what kind of balls gary's hitting my dad's hitting off the so he's kind of my gary player is making my butt itch more and more and you know and do you, do you remember do you know who the other honorary starter was 
I'm sure he'll tell you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, Jack Nicholas. Yep. Yeah. I didn't watch the honorary start. Usually I do. Um, I missed it. <clears throat> um, but it looked like a pretty good ceremony. Lee Elder did not hit a golf ball, correct? He walked up there, and I never saw him hit it. I, I don't believe he actually hit, struck a golf ball. He looked, I, he, he yeah. looked, I mean, he had. He's got some health issues. Ox, oxygen. Yeah. He yeah. needed help up. Yeah. But no, I think it was good that they Doesn't matter. finally him recognized him. First, yeah. Finally. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Um, okay. So that, yeah. that And then, then round one. I kind of, so can, can we just kind of take a pause? Sure. And talk about why it's a big deal. The yeah. Lee Elder. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to get too controversial, but I think we can maybe do this in a way that, uh, and I know this is kind of flying off our agenda here, but no worries. <clears throat> I know that you're never one to shy away from these kind of topics. Uh-uh. Um, yeah, I kind of get just a little emotional, just kind of thinking about it, you know, just because growing up here in the Pacific Northwest, a little bubble of mine, mm-hmm. uh, I have lived, um, uh, in other parts of the country where racism is alive and well. Uh, I thought it was something I just read about in the history books. Mm-hmm. Um, but the South, Georgia, uh, Augusta National in general, um, or not in general specifically, does have some roots. And here we are in 2021, and they're just now starting to admit it and maybe do something about it. Um, Finally. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they've been really tight-lipped and – you know, on everything, women. Yeah. So they're doing a better job and I'm glad they finally did it. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I guess, you know, people are giving them a hard time. Like, well, it's, it's about time. It's like, well, you know what? It's better than never. Right. Um, yeah. I, without, yeah, I don't even know how to really address it just because I think it's just one of those kind of topics or one of those, Issues that just should have been taken care of a long time ago. Absolutely. I mean, you know? how, how that, yeah. I mean, the, the roots of that golf course, the roots of that, I mean, it's just, you know, mm-hmm. African-American caddies for years, right? I oh, mean, yeah. those, yeah, African-American caddies uh, toting around the golf clubs of rich white men for, for years. Yeah. And uh, um, just some, you know. Right, wrong, or indifferent, I don't want to get into it because I don't want to get ourselves in trouble I, by saying the wrong thing, which I, I don't, I just feel like we just need to address the fact that Augusta National Golf Club and the Masters, the tournament, did in fact this week um, do something good. Mm-hmm. And you can say as a publicity stunt, I just think that it was something that needed to be done and they were directed in the right direction and, and did something good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Kind of a little off tangent, but let's get to round two. Round. Oh, one more thing in round oh, yeah. one. Round one. Um, oh, sorry. I didn't even talk about my things. Yeah. I have one more thing. Yeah, well, I, I'll talk. One of the things that stuck out for me was Rory hitting it all over the place. So he tugs it left. On which hole? Oh, God. Um, uh, every one of them. <laughs> yeah. Every single one. <laughs> Double crossing. But. He, he hits it left, and he's got to hit this hook, and it doesn't hook, and it hits his dad. Oh, yeah. I, did, I don't know what hole this was either, but I did hear about it. Yeah. It hits him in the, in the leg, and uh, Rory's caddy is like, I just think you hit your dad. He goes, oh, yeah, I just 
definitely hit my dad. Wow. And his dad is like, my son just hit me with a golf ball. So who's more pissed? Rory, like, I just fucking hit you. Why didn't you kick my ball towards the hole? Or is the dad pissed because why'd you hit me and not yell four? <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Oh, that that is funny. <clears throat> uh, speaking of yelling four, I thought it was kind of funny. I don't remember which round it was, but uh, I think it was number 11. Somebody hit it. Somebody hit it to the right and yelled four. And the announcer, oh, I think this was on the master's website. Uh, um, Colt Nost, I think, was on on the broadcast, and he might not have been the one said it, but somebody hit it so far right, and they yelled for, and they go, "You hit it so far right that the people you you're yelling for for don't even hear you." <laughs> <laughs> no. Who was who, who was the guy that uh, hit it? I don't remember. I was, I mean, I, you know, Thursday morning round one, I come down here at five in the morning before I have to go into work. I have a pot of coffee i'm sitting down here in the divot room and i've got it on the screen i'm actually uh screen mirroring my uh uh my phone because i'm watching it on masters.com streaming it yeah so i'm streaming it and you can really only watch like the people are actually playing so they'll actually go to a clip and uh kind of do that but uh i think i ended up watching the featured groups at one point and that's when it was in i can't remember which featured group it was but it was so funny that's awesome i love that yeah all right, so uh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, anything else about the first yes, round? Yeah. yeah, so Abraham Answer, one of my picks. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was playing, I think, I can't, I don't know when he actually got notified of the stroke assessment. Hopefully, it was after his round. It was absolutely after the yeah. round. <clears throat> so he got he got assessed two, a two-stroke penalty for grazing the sand on 15, and, 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 and rightfully so. I mean, it happened and I, I don't think he ever balked at it. He wasn't like, Oh gosh, I can't believe this. He, he posted something on Twitter basically saying, Oh, I just got notified that I, got, that I, and he, and he posted the video and dude, honestly, I mean, I watched the video a few times like, wow, somebody must've watched that like a lot to figure out if he actually grazed the sand. Cause it wasn't that much. This wasn't like a Patrick Reed, like scrape your golf club three behind. times yeah. building <laughs> so sand castles. This literally was like, he did everything right. He set his club down and on his backswing, it, it, it literally caught like just a few grains of sand. It was a little mound behind his ball that if it would have been, he would have hit the sand first. So by removing it, which I don't believe he did intentionally. He did not, no. But by I doing think it. he could have seen it with his, where his golf club it, was. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that was a bummer. And he said he was gutted. Yeah. I think it was his, his word. And... He bounced back. He did. He didn't a have a bit. great tournament. Made the cut. Yeah. Yeah. It, he had on a two-stroke penalty. Yeah. If he would have lost by one, ooh, that would have sucked. Missed the cut by one. Or missed the cut by one. Yeah. Either yeah. way. <clears throat> uh, the only other thing that I have on the, the first round that I thought was interesting is that Justin Rose had a four-shot lead. He shot a 65. And that was four better than anybody. That guy was playing a different game. He was just... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> putting, hitting greens. He was, Mwah. but they said later, no one has ever won the Masters after leading by four. Yeah. And it's like, yep, sure enough. That's kind of crazy to think. Well, I wonder, uh, that just kind of tells me that nobody's ever probably gone wire to wire. Yeah. Although maybe they have, maybe they were just leading by one or something, but 
Sounds like something Tiger's probably done. All right, round two, man. Uh, Friday at the Masters, a little bit better conditions. Yes. I've got uh, a couple items. Yeah, what do you got? Well, I, I think probably the one thing that stands out to everybody, if you watched any part of it or or most of it on, on Friday, is Siwoo Kim breaking his putter on 15. It wasn't a complete break. It was well, it was bent. Please. He, it, he 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 altered his putter. So here in anger. Yeah. So here here is uh the dilemma. Once you uh a couple things, right? We, you and I were texting back and forth because uh the old rule was that if you altered one of your clubs out of anger, you could not use that club anymore. Correct. <clears throat> he clearly altered this club out of anger. Mm-hmm. Therefore, in my mind, he couldn't use it anymore. So he has to use, use different a wrench. different wrench. So my my question to you, Todd, I know what my answer is. What club would you use? Because he used like a three wood. Yeah. Or was and it a five? By the way, 15, 16, 17, 18. He, he, two, he two putted every green. It was amazing. Yeah, he put a good roll on it. He deserved to four putt every green. So we did a two club challenge and I brought a seven iron and a five wood and I decided to putt with my five wood and it was a disaster. I wanted to change to a different club. I think it's it's still got to be a five wood. Yeah. I, I I just, uh, I think I need something the same length as my putter and I can just blade a sandwich. That's kind of what my go-to would be. I think on shorter putts, right? But the longer I one? I think longer ones even too wow. for me. I mean, I, I've done it before. I've done it with like three club tournaments. So I usually take like probably, you know, like a two iron, a seven iron, and a sand wedge. And then putt with the sand wedge. So. Yeah, that's it. He he did a great job. And he he did. He did. He deserved to have to do a great job because he really screwed himself. Well, and, and peep the, the news was reporting ESPN. They're like, oh, he couldn't use it. Scott Van Pelt, no, he he couldn't use it anymore. I'm like, you guys are wrong. He could have used it if he wanted. Well, so here, but he was sick of it. Yeah. So here's uh, here's what you and I were texting back and forth a bit, a little bit about was the new rule change, and and I don't know if maybe we might be uneducated on how that rule is applied, or if maybe ESPN is, or maybe Siwoo Kim even is, <clears throat> but. Apparently, with the new rule change that you sent me, was that somebody can continue to play with those clubs even if they were altered out of anger. Correct. Um, but maybe there is something within that rule that that you can't. I don't know. I think I think the jury's still out on that one. But what you sent me seemed very clear. Yeah, and you it, were very adamant at the beginning, like, no, he could. Yeah. So it's rules. I mean, it's, it's, you, they don't have separate rules. So they're playing by the rules of golf. Right. And they're not going to have, let me ask you this dude. So let's just say he, he bent his putter. Uh-huh. Could he try to bend it back and still use it? No. Okay. Cause it's been altered. Now okay. what, that is the new standard. That's the, that new, bent club is that's the, the new club. That's okay. it's what it's conforming at. And you can't try and. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Can you can you do that with clubs that are bent out of not out of anger? I'm not sure, but you can't try to re. But you could yeah. replace it. Probably not. You, you probably could, you could replace if it if you break it. Yeah, yeah. out of yeah, crack yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, probably it's probably not in the rules to be able to try to put it back to its original 
mm-hmm. position. Uh, another round two. My yes. my favorite of the tournament, I think, is Billy Horschel. He he walks around, and he's got his white pants on Are, all the time. So, so before you say, I don't think this was round two. You don't? I don't because I think he was only playing with one other guy. I think it was round three. Saturday? I think so. But let's address it anyway. Because okay. it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. But I think he was just playing with uh, one other guy. Phil Mickelson. <clears throat> I think he was playing with yes. Phil. Yeah. And so it was 13, that uh, end of Amen Corner, the par five. So yeah. the ball and it went down into Ray's Creek. And so he took off his shoes and his socks. <laughs> And he rolled his pants up because he didn't want to get them dirty. Yeah. And he fucking eats shit. And he slips down. He pops up pretty quickly. But then he just did this vulgar, like, he looked, just wiped at his ass. And then he looked at it. I'm like, Jesus, what an idiot. <laughs> um, so he had a basically a perfect green brown shit stain right down the crack of his ass for the last five holes. <laughs> Big Billy Horschel fan, are you, Todd? Oh, he just makes my butt itch. <laughs> he, he checked, he, he looked at Phil and he, he kind of gave him the look like, how does my ass look? And Phil kind of like, Give him the nod. Phil said something. Yeah. Nobody caught it, but yeah. it, it, I'm Billy sure. laughed. Billy laughed. Well, and you know what, Billy, that, uh, like I consider him like a friend of the show, Billy, uh, he, uh, he did post it on Twitter that night. Made made a funny comment. You know, so I think that was good. He, he owned it. It was funny. I think he kind of was able to embrace it. Well, and he he, <clears throat> he, he hit out of Reese Creek and two putted for a par. Dude, great par. Yeah, right. Amazing. Hey, should I fill up our beers? Yeah, sure. So, uh, yeah. So after round two, there were several notable uh, people that missed the cut. I mean, there. Let's be honest with you. There's no person in this tournament that's probably not notable. So, I mean, you got people that have some pretty high expectations, like potentially people betting on them to win. So, uh, DJ missed the cut. Uh, Rory missed the cut. Uh, just several, several people. So, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, I think... Um, uh, one guy, though, in particular that that I'd like to kind of remind you of, Todd, that uh, you made a bold prediction last week when I brought somebody up because I think we saw him on on the TV during our podcast. And Hendrick Stenson, we saw him on when we were doing the the podcast on Tuesday. Yeah, we saw him, and he was on the practice green and he was yeah. looking at his putter. Oh, yeah. And yeah. We, we were like, laughing. He's trying to figure it all out right now because he is lost. And he said, oh, he's firing a 79-83. Man, poor, poor prediction compared to your other picks. Yeah, it's Henry true. Stinson made, made, made the cut, shot 73-71-71-76. Unbelievable. Didn't have a great tournament, but, dude, I think he's probably happy with based on where his uh, game has been at. For so, sure. Uh, Matthew Wolf. Uh, we might we might readdress this later uh, in the podcast, but Matthew Wolf got a DQ, uh, signed an incorrect scorecard. So what did what did he shoot? Was uh, it it was like was it in the eighties or was it like seventy nine? And he he wrote down he had a seventy eight. Well, you know I don't know if some of these guys like uh, 
I'm, I'm not totally sure. I'm going to, we can look it up, but, uh, some of these guys, like some of their caddies will keep their scorecard, I think. And then, uh, they'll just double check it. I don't know. No, um, you well, don't. Here's, they don't even, <laughs> even have his scores posted on the website because he's DQ. They're like, screw you, dude. Get out of here. It, it might have been a 76 and he said 75. I think I, it was somewhere I, around. I there. think it was. I think it was something just. But he hit it all over the place. Yeah, he's, he he's, 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 that giddy up in his hitch is all messed up right yeah. now. Yeah. That dude might just be probably, I mean, I hope the best for him. I hope that he plays well at some point. I mean, he will, he's won already. Right. And hopefully he'll get it back, but he seems to me from the outside looking in, he's got a little bit of a personality that might be slightly impatient when he's not playing well. It doesn't bode well when you need to be patient with your golf game. Yeah. So what else you got for round two? That's it. So then they um, make the cut. Moving day. Everybody on Saturday, it's considered moving day. Mm-hmm. For those of you that aren't golf fans, it's moving day because people start moving on the leaderboard. Up or down. Mm-hmm. I've got JT, clearly one of my picks. Mm-hmm. Came out hot. God. I, I remember I was, I was keeping an eye on him. Yeah. He blew up on 13. Hit the ball in the water from 80 yards out. He had laid up. It's a par five. Same hole that we were talking about. Billy Horschel slipping. Hits it into Ray's Creek. The ball goes tumbling down the creek. Mm. So then he hits up. He's got about a 50-foot putt, maybe 40-foot putt. And he leaves the damn thing short by like 15 to 20 feet. Mm. Ends up getting an eight. That was the end of his tournament. Yep, snowman. Yep. Do you think he drew a little snowman on his scorecard? Like the <laughs> stick arms and, and the smiley carrot. face. <laughs> smiley face. I would have done it if I was his playing uh, competitor. I know you would have. I would have. Yeah. And then like, hey, JT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's. Uh, so really quick, since we referred to it twice last week, we were like, oh, it is Ray's Creek. Is it Ray's Creek? Yep. Is it Ray's Creek? For some reason, I mean, I knew it was Ray's Creek, but I think I was second guessing myself. Because I mean. It, yeah, but it is Ray's Creek. Everything drains towards Ray's, Ray's Creek. Um, so I knew of the Hogan Bridge. On 12. Mm-hmm. I knew of the Saracen Bridge on 15. Okay. But I think it was on Sunday, they started falling Zalatoris down uh, 13, off a of 13 T box. And there's a, there's a bridge mm-hmm. to the left that goes over Ray's Creek there. Yeah. And it's called the Nelson Bridge. Uh. I, I think I had heard it, but I don't think I ever realized where it was or what it looked like. Is it at the Jerry Nelson Bridge? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jerry Nelson. It's not it's not his bridge? <laughs> no. No, it's not his bridge. This bridge pre- brings people together. Oh, okay. Byron Nelson? Yes. Oh, right on. I, I'm guessing so. I, I mean, Hogan is Ben Hogan, right? And Sarazen is Gene Sarazen. So Nelson, I, I'm guessing is... Are you sure it's not Terry Hogan? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, no, it's you don't probably, know any Saracens, do you? <laughs> so you can't say, no, are you sure it's not Gus Saracen? I, I think there's a Michael Saracen. There might be. Uh, one other thing that really sticks out to me about round three is 
Holy Hideki. Oh, the brain delay. 30 on the back nine. Shoots 65. If you do that, you deserve to win the damn tournament. Yeah, the, and everybody said it changed. That rain delay made everything a little softer. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was when he, he exploded like that. I was like, ooh, this is this is making it interesting for him. And it I felt like, oh, man, this is – I don't want somebody to run away with it. No, either did I. I certainly don't like to see people run away with it. But you know what? If I was that guy running away with it, hell yeah. Or if Tiger was, I'd love to see Tiger run away with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But well, still, I mean, Tiger wasn't playing, so I didn't want to see somebody run away with it. Right. The So, yeah, Saturday night – there was uh, there was a lot of excitement for me because my experience was going to be different than yours. You were shaving your head, getting ready to go to work the next day, and I'm. <laughs> You're right. I was shaving my head, getting ready to go to work. The I next think day. I was having a nightcap, thinking yeah. about uh, Sunday morning. Yeah, and having my friends Jones and Jamie, friends of the show, uh, to come over and and just have the great greatest day. Yeah, because that's what Master Sunday is. Greatest day of sports. Oh, for sure. So, final round. Final round. You don't have anything else from the third round? Mm-mm. Okay, final round. Uh, yeah, where do we start? Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll start. Okay. I got one right here. My note says, Spieth, really whiny. <laughs> I love Jordan Spieth. I do, too. I do. But you know what? Everybody that doesn't like him, they're always just like, ah, I don't know. He's just too high maintenance. He's too whiny. <laughs> Man, Jordan, Sunday, I was kind of falling in that camp, dude. Chill out, just a skosh. God, he he was so close to being right there. I mean, you know, you just saw him. He was he was looking good. He was hitting great shots and they're making putts. Yeah, and then yeah, sixteen. Yeah, the uh, and, and when I was sitting with the guys, I was like, listen, I know that. I think Hideki might have had a five. St- shot lead at one point i said listen oh, he, nothing nothing happens until sunday on the back nine yeah so just we'll just see hold on to your pants <laughs> but he kept he kept hitting great shots in there and um i think he had two birdies and a bogey on the front nine yeah that sounds about right i think it was uh he might have bogeyed f- i can't remember and i, I felt like xander had did some some didn't he shit the bed a couple of times there early? I like think he, he had a couple. Of bogeys, he went yeah. birdie bogey double. Yeah, nobody was really making a run, and except Will Zalatoris was kind of going up. Then he made a couple of bogeys. It was just kind of like Hideki was was up, and then he kind of he get a bogey, but he ne- he kind of gave people an opportunity to capitalize. Yeah, I mean, one might say Sunday was kind of boring. Yeah, although there, unless there was a little bit of excitement there, fifteen and sixteen, but. and but you know, as true fans know that it's, it's the back nine, man. It's still the masters. It's still the masters, yeah. and it's you got to get through the back nine. Yeah, because there is scoring opportunity. So if you don't play play well and you give other people the opportunity, they might actually capitalize and do it. So at the beginning of the day. And at the end of the day, I really didn't think Hideki, if he was going to win, was going to win by one. I agree. I mean, I would have said if he was going to win, he'd probably win by three or four. Yeah. So people did kind of challenge, and he didn't necessarily have an uncomfortable win, 
I mean, he certainly still had a bogey 18 to win. And Well, the, the there was some key moments. I mean, hitting that drive on 13, going 1,000 miles an hour into the trees and the pine straw and potentially bushes, and that thing hits the tree harder and just, bam, center punched it and punched it into the rough. Yeah, comes right back out. And I, I looked at the guys at work, and I was like, he just won the golf tournament right there because y- you need that kind of luck. Right. If you're going to win the Masters, you need that kind of luck. So he does great there. Makes birdie. Um, so they 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 go to 15. And Rose is playing right in front of him. And Rose hits this stinker from the fairway. Oh, God. It hits a tree. Comes down short of the trap. And I'm like, up. Oh, that's in the water. And yeah. like five minutes later, it rolls into the water. It took a while. And so him and whoever he was playing with took forever putting. So meanwhile, Hideki. Well, yeah. And to just slight update, Hideki did have a four shot lead going into 15. Yeah. Four shot lead. But he's standing in the middle of the fairway watching these jerks hitting balls in the water, three <clears throat> jacking. Just taking forever, and I'm like, "Oh, this isn't good." The last thing you want to do is just be standing up in the middle of the fairway and thinking about water short. We'd be hitting long. into him. Oh yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, hey, just, I'm just gonna roll us, it. Wave us up, guys. I'm just gonna roll it in there. So I thought that uh, that did not bode well, and as it turned out, it didn't because he rinsed and made a good drop and made a great bogey. Unbelievable. I thought he was gonna do a triple. Yeah. And I was secretly hoping, not because I hate... Just because you wanted it close. I wanted it to be closer, and yeah. I actually wanted one of my golfers to win. Yeah. Because I wanted the jar. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so then 16. So after that bogey, which, by the way, great bogey. Yeah, absolutely. So Hideki hits it over the green in the water on the back of the 15 green, which you never see. I mean, that's the water on 16. I mean, you see it, but very yeah. rarely. Um, so he, he ends up playing a masterful shot just short of the green, just plays it as it should. Doesn't even try to go for it. He's just playing. Mm -hmm. I've got a cushion. Let's just go for a bogey. It's just not. Don't make worse. Don't don't make eight. Yeah. Take eight out of play. Yeah. And then, uh, so then they go into 16 and Xander's chomping at the bit because didn't Xander get a, get a birdie and Hideki. Got a bogey, so then it's just a two-shot lead. The, and, and we're thinking, hey, there could be something real interesting here. Absolutely. Yeah. The One of the moments, he was, so Xander was in that right bunker in two. Yeah. And he <clears throat> flopped this chunk and run this thing out, and it almost goes in. Almost goes in for Eagle. And it, they showed the camera from, like, from the hole's perspective, and you could see the, the patrons behind. Yeah. Just, you know, oh, as it rolled past. Because everybody was like, it, it would have been mayhem if that thing would have gone in. Yeah, because Xander, Xander is a good guy. He is a fan favorite. Yep. He deserves to win a major. He deserves. He's, he will. Deserves, he he will. will. Yeah, he will. And he's from San Diego, so there's opportunity in June. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so so 16, Xander's up to, he's got the honor. He hits his shot. Mm-hmm. And something you hardly ever see anymore hits it in the water. So it hit up on the bank. Yeah. But it was clearly short. Yeah. He said he flushed it. Just wrong club. 
Sorry, bud. Yep. Did he flush it? He, he says have. he said he well he certainly flushed it into the, into the pond. I mean it was it was woefully short. Yeah. I think he said he had a 7 iron. I thought but, I heard 8. Okay. He he said if he if he'd had the lead he would have bailed out right like Hideki did. Yeah. Uh, Easier said than done, right? Yeah, right. But he didn't have the lead. He didn't hit the right club. And that was such a bummer. It was a bummer because I do like uh, Xander Shoffley, and uh, I hope that he can win a. I hope he wins the Masters someday. He's been in contention, so. Well, and that <clears throat> that okay. So you did just I, did I mention Jordan Spieth was really whiny? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. His his shot into there was a stinker, and he he whined, and but it made a great two putt from which Hideki three putted. Yeah, same exact spot. The. So, like, okay, sh- that was the wrong club. I should I should go get that and re-tee it from right here. Because he went and dropped in front of yeah. that pond. Drop, dropper, right? Yeah. They said it was a drop air. I think he just went in line of where it crossed the margin of the hazard. And yeah, said he, the, he, he might have. I don't know if there's just a designated dropper. Uh, knowing, the, knowing Augusta National... They probably aren't gonna like paint a big circle. It's his drop area because they don't. <laughs> unless it's green, they're not gonna want anything on the ground that's not mm-hmm. green. So they probably just have a designated drop area front of that tee box or something. Or you could re-tee. That's an option. Or you can re-tee, which I think he should have done. Because man, I don't think he practiced that shot. I mean, he knows how far. Well, I think they all is. skip it across the pond. He, that would have been sweet if he just got up there and just skipped it across and made it. So I would have hit the hell out of it too. <laughs> yeah. And he almost hit this guy. Well, you know, he was a little frustrated. Oh, yeah. And I was like, don't make a five. He knew. Please don't make a five. And he missed it. And I was like, oh, my God, please don't make a seven. Yeah. Because he had to make a three-footer for a a six, a triple bogey. Yeah. God. All right. Definitely shot himself out of the tournament. Yep. Anything else from the final round other than the fact that Hideki just played a solid round of golf and won the entire tournament? Yeah, and I guess he he had a great par on 17, and then 18, walking up there, he was in the middle of the fairway, hits it in that bunker. Yeah. On the upslope, chunk and run, easy shot. Had a 12-footer. I'm like, yeah. you are trying to hit this. 12 yeah. feet, one inch. You yeah. take, it has to stop. And he hit it 12 inches past. And then he went up there and hit it in real fast. I was like, ooh. ooh. So, okay, yeah. good, good job. Yeah. Winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. Uh, Will Zalatoris. Amazing performance. Oh. I mean, I, he was my alternate. I'm kicking myself that I didn't pick him. Um, but uh, yeah, there he is. Um, he, he's got a promising future. Oh, man. I think he's kind of set. I think he'll be on the tour for years to come. That up and down on 18, he yeah. was short and right, had to take go over the corner of the bunker, hit a good chip, but he had a 17-footer downhill, and he yeah. buried it. Yeah, he buried it. It was great. <laughs> it was great. It, it was, was amazing. Um, One of the, the, the comments that we – so – I think Hideki was probably on 17 or 18. And David Faraday says to Ian Baker Finch, you know, what has Hideki's demeanor been like? And Ian Baker Finch is like, um, he's been good. He's been solid. His, his emotions haven't really changed. But if, if he hits a bad shot, 
he gets a sheepish grin, which most Asians do when they get embarrassed. I was like, wow. And I look at my friend Fenner and we're like, what did, did he just do a generalization? Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. But anyways, I, I thought it was a really odd statement. Yeah. It very, very, very much is an odd statement. <laughs> it's, you, it's, you think it, a guy that's in sports media for quite some time would know better. Yeah. So I went to see if there was anything on Twitter or anything. And there wasn't. And I'm not saying cancel him or anything, but I feel like there could have been like, let's not say that white people can't jump. Right. Let's not say some people are bad, all bad. They're all bad drivers. Right. <laughs> you just don't say it. So I, he's he's my ding dong of the week. Oh, nice. Ding dong of the week. I like it. Yeah. That was something I forgot on the agenda, but we've kind of penciled it in. Ian Baker Finch. Right. Ding dong of the week. Do you have anything else on the final round? I don't, except for just the final picture of the day was uh, um, Hideki Matsuyama's caddy bowing to the golf course. Ugh. Amazing. Just respect. And yeah. I mean, it's almost like one of those pictures I just want to have print of and just have it on the wall here in the divot room because yeah. it 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 just it just summarizes their respect. It was classy, yeah. And and you know what? For for all those people in the South that uh, might be a little upset that a Japanese man just won the Masters, they just put it in your face by showing so much respect for that golf course in the game of golf. Yep. So shut your mouths. I agree. The congratulations, yeah, Hideki and, Matsuyama. So so I. Cheers. I'm I'm happy. I am too. I I mean, he he's one of those guys that I just know is there, mm -hmm. but I never really root for him or never pick him. I never root against him. He's just I think it's because he is a quiet guy, a little shy, might be a little bit apprehensive to talk because he can't really speak English very well, which you know what <laughs> even if he tried Most Americans are like, Lose me English. Yeah. If 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 he even tried, I'd be like, Wow. I mean, because I can't. I mean if I was playing in some Latin America tour, I couldn't speak Spanish, Not, you know, so I'd have to have an interpreter. I mean, put it in perspective, people. I mean, just because he's here playing the game of golf, I mean, he lives in Japan. I mean, the guy is not comfortable with our language. It's okay. Yeah. And so I think he's a little, he, he's a little, his personality is him. And so he is uh, a little modest. He is a little uh, quiet. Um and and I think that's kind of why we don't really know him very well because he probably isn't around the media a ton. He may be in Japan. He definitely is in Japan. I mean, everybody talk about how what's this going to do for his career. Apparently, he's gonna he's a national hero now. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really happy for the guy. I mean, I'm really really happy for the guy. And and because uh, he's one of those guys. Whenever I see him play doesn't show a ton of emotion on his face. And just, and Saturday when he was kicking ass and taking names, he was smiling. He looked like he was having fun, like mm -hmm. clicking on all cylinders and he knew it. Yeah. And then Sunday when it's all over, just him fist pumping people, uh, on the way up to the scoring it's, shack. It's, you, you, it was fun. One of the things I noticed was when he was walking off 18, he has his scorecard and he's got his putter. Normally when I get done playing, 
I hand my putter to my caddy yeah. or I put yeah. it in my bag. But he was so fucking stoked. He's like, yeah. I think he I, just kind of forgot. Like, I'm like, I'm, he just got his putter. He's like, I'm, I just I'm, won. I just won. I'm just, I'm, oh my God, I got to go sign my card. Don't mess this up. Um, yeah. I noticed the same thing. I was like, hey, he still has his putter. putter. That's funny. <laughs> it is funny. I think <laughs> yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. I, I was really, really happy for the guy. Uh, you know, there are, there have been years in the past where I might not be so, such a big fan of the guy that won mm -hmm. that I might be like, oh man, this kind of sucked. You know, like Danny Willett. I mean, yes, probably just nice guy, whatever, but, but I don't, yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, well, shoot, I guess I wish I would have, this guy could have won. I mean, Patrick Reed, that's a whole different story, but yeah, Hideki, you didn't disappoint, man. Congrats. Yeah. I was, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for you, man. This is, this is great for the game of golf. It's great for the country of Japan. It's great for you. We've got the Olympics in Japan and Hideki, a good luck making the Japanese team, buddy. I really hope you do. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might just make it. Yeah. yeah and something yeah, tells me. Yeah, I'm not sure. You might know a few people to be able to make that team. He's good to go. Yeah. So I, I saw an article like what happens after you win and i'd when never know yeah what happens after you win the masters yeah so you you quickly sign your card okay make sure it's correct not as quick as matthew wolf but yeah you quickly sign your card uh you go over to butler cabin okay you got jim nance you got the ceo or president of the augusta the masters whatever and then you got the winner nor Normally, you would have a um, the low amateur, and then you would have the well, the winner, which would be Hideki Matsuyama. Along with the winner this year, the addition was an interpreter. Hmm. Yeah. So Jim Nance is going to go ahead and be Jim Nance, and he's going <clears> to <throat> he's going to weave a web of you know, elo oh, yeah. eloquence and he's going to try and, and get out of Hideki who doesn't speak English and through the interpreter, he's going to try and convey this. And he says to the interpreter, so how does it feel to have played so well and won and the emotions that you feel like you have and the, the rest of the, the world and Japan and how they look at you. And the interpreter turns to Hideki and says, how do you feel like you played today? And heck, he did not. It, basically, because he just did a sentence. Is like, how did you feel like you played today? Because Jim, and it's for that interpreter to try and convey. So the interpreter didn't actually say that in English, though. No, no. Feel, it, oh, no yeah. he, it, but I think in Japanese, he said, yeah. how do you feel like you played today? Yeah. And, and Hideki's like, gotcha. uh, I played I played great. <laughs> and Jim Nance is like, they should have said, hey, Jim you got to be more specific you can't you can't do your web yeah so i thought that was really funny we laughed that yeah. that the interpreter was like jesus i what are you doing like, i can only ask this guy a question i it's and it's actually funny i didn't actually watch the butler cabin interview i usually do except for patrick reed um i usually do and and i i don't know why i didn't yesterday i think just when it was over i i just kind of went about my day and you guys had to start making dinner <clears throat> yeah 4 30 so, so when you go into Butler Cabin, there's going to be like eight jackets there. Yeah. Some guy is like, hey, he looks like a 42 long, 44 long. Yeah. Uh, so they bring eight jackets. You quickly have to pick one. Yeah. Because they're going to 
stuff it on you. You get done with that. You go uh, over to ESPN or Golf Channel, whichever one's ready for you. Do a couple of interviews, and then you go out and you get the jacket again. Oh, outside, yeah. Yeah, and then they're like, okay, guess what? You get to come in and have dinner. Oh. So the the club is like, we're going to have dinner for you and your family, and it's a, it's, a, it's a little bit of a celebration, and all the members are there in their green jackets, and you're hanging out. And um, one year they That's sit- why those guys are always hanging out in their green jackets afterwards. Yep, because they're going to dinner with I the did. champion. Okay. I didn't know that either. <clears throat> so the, the club's going to pick it up. <clears throat> well, one year Phil <clears throat> says, hey, I know you got a bunch of good wine down there. Bring it up. I'm paying for it. Well, there's like $15,000 bottles. Yeah. And when the, the day was over, the guy said to somebody, he said, hey, make sure Phil gets that uh, that bill for the wine. I mean, <laughs> who, who's going to who's going to break that to him? Yeah. Yeah. He, that was one that he's like, Oh shit. Do Dang. I, do I do 20% on $150,000? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I didn't watch the interview. I wish I should go back and try to find that Jim Nance interview. Yeah. It, it was, it was, it was funny. I liked it. Um, the purse. Did you see the purse? Uh, I didn't, I mean, I, I'm going to guess that Hideki won just over $2 million, if I remember right. 2070000 Yeah. Uh, Will Zalatoris, 1.2. Oh, dude, second place. It's great. Uh, I've got T- T18, Scotty Scheffler, 161. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And then apparently, you missed the cut, they still give you 10 grand. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't either. It's an invitational tournament, I suppose. That yeah, no wonder Sandy Lyle's there, <laughs> right? He's staying hey, at the Best Western. For, for and, all of you friends of the show, and you're always like, "Why is Sandy Lyle playing? Why is Ian Woosman playing?" Well, apparently they get paid. Champions to dinner. Show up. J- Champions dinner. Yeah. T- Tuesday night. Um, and then guaranteed 10 grand yeah and you get to put that green jacket on again because you can't wear it any other time of year absolutely awesome yeah i i would say masters 2021 it definitely uh yeah definitely did it for me yeah i liked me it too. it was it was a good tournament a little lulls here and there in the golf whatever but uh it's always awesome just to see the golf course uh, Hideki Matsuyama, seriously, I mean, it was it was great. I mean, I wouldn't have picked him, didn't even think about him, mm-hmm. but I think we've kind of hashed out why. And uh, even though Will Zalatoris came in second, I would have liked to have seen him win too. I, I think when it all shakes out, you know what? On Saturday, you shoot 65 and 30 on the back. There he is right there. Good job, man. Yeah, uh, Absolutely. Uh, another funny uh, thing I, I read was that Phil Mickelson loves to give people shit that don't have green jackets. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he always like when everybody's at the tournament, like Monday night, he'll, he'll say to people, Hey, what are you doing for dinner tomorrow night? Yeah. I heard that. <laughs> yeah. And which is kind of funny because it took him so long to get one. Yeah, but you know, once you get it, you're just like, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let people have it. And apparently, he was doing that to Dustin. 
And God, what did <clears throat> Dustin say back to him? Something to the fact like... This is before Dustin won? Yeah, he used to give Dustin shit all the time. Oh, yeah. And so th- after this year, Dustin texted back Phil. He said, listen, I know what I'm doing for dinner on Tuesday before the Masters, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This, this anger, anger can. Well, he just, he was, I think, yeah. I think there was, DJ seems a little dense sometimes. Yeah. And I think the first time Phil said, hey, what are you doing for dinner tomorrow night? And Buh. Phil, and Phil, and, and Ruby Tuesdays? No, he, <laughs> Black Angus. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. With, with, the, with the cobblers and you, yeah. you get two entrees and, yeah. a, and a cob. Yeah. Um. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to Black Angus. And then he's like, what are you doing, Phil? He's like, oh, I'm just going to the champion's dinner. <laughs> he's like, oh, son of a bitch, you got me. Um, so, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So we, before we move into our picks for the RBC Heritage, uh, let's just talk about ding-dongs of the week. Uh, mine's going to be just Siwoo Kim for smashing his putter on 15. And you already mentioned it yours is ian baker finch yeah you would you like to retract that comment <laughs> no he's he's solidly in there solid ding dong yeah and then we do have a trunk slammer matthew wolf yeah it, it, would that be considered a trunk slammer i mean he's clearly pissed enough that he doesn't even pay attention to his own scorecard gets dq'd which is actually kind of funny because he wouldn't even made the cut and they still dq him yeah so he doesn't get this ten thousand dollars that's a good question. I, I bet you, yeah. Like, you know what? You got to really kind of try and do everything correctly here. You show no respect. Yeah. Cause, and, wow. That is a lack of disrespect, Mr. Wolf. You do not get paid. Yeah. We're going to DQ you because of the lack of respect for our club and our golf course. Good luck getting invited back, my friend. Oh, yeah. They're, they are. <laughs> I mean, he's just going to have to make sure he's in the top 50 in the Dude. world. Dude. Yeah, Dude. Or, or win a tournament. Yes. And he's trending the other way. They they they, they don't mess around there in Augusta. They somebody, no. somebody talked about uh an article of things they overheard from the patrons. And one of the things they heard was a volunteer telling a patron to turn their hat around or you were going to be leaving. Yeah. Cuz yeah, the, backwards. Yep. Can't do that. <clears throat> no cell phones on property. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing when you win, you, you can't have your cell phone. So you don't even until you leave. You can't even have your cell phone at the champions dinner. No, not on property. Nope. And so some winners in the past will be sitting at that dinner that the, after you won, then you're all celebrating. Somebody will bring up a phone and like, uh, the vice president wants to, and this is, you know, these are the members, how well connected they are. They have a phone, and here's the vice president, Phil Mickelson. Yeah. He wants to congratulate you, which is cool. I mean, it's just the perks that come with this tournament. Did we did we talk last week, or was I just talking to somebody else about uh, after Tiger won in 2019, there was pictures of him in his green jacket with his family out to dinner? Oh, God, right. Applebee's. Right. Did we talk about that last week? I, I I know we've talked about it. I don't know if it was on the show. And or then Joey LaCava, they asked him, what'd you do after Tiger won in 2019? 
Yeah, he, 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 he went up to Hooters because that's where John Daly parks his RV. Oh, God. And just <laughs> and it's like right like right outside the main gate, probably maybe a half mile down the street is where Hooters is in Augusta and John Daly parks his RV. <laughs> I love it. Line, and just has a big party that week. I That's one thing that knowing that now, if I ever go to the Masters, I'm going to Hooters. Not to go in the restaurant, but I'm going to go hang out with John, John Daly. Daly. I know. And he's he's super Trumpy. But I'm not going to hold it against him because I th- think he's awesome. Yeah. I think he's awesome. I would love to hang out and have a couple cold Bud Lights with John Daly. I'd put him in Diet my, Cokes or whatever he's drinking these days. No, he drinks beers. Yeah, he does. He doesn't mess around. Not any, and yeah. I would love to play golf with him. Yeah. Uh, So are we done talking about the Masters? Yeah, I think we should let our fans off the hook. Okay, yeah. I think that was good stuff, though. But yeah. I, since we brought John Daly into the fold, I want to talk about something really quick because mm. uh, here in in the Portland area, there used to be a golf tournament called the Fred Meyer Challenge, mm-hmm. held right up the street here. It was actually a Portland Golf Club for a little while. And fun fact about Portland Golf Club is the Ryder Cup was held there years ago. Yep. And uh, in but the John, 50s. yeah, but John Daly up here at Oregon Golf Club. This is uh, Peter Jacobson put this tournament on as a charity event in August and stuff. It was, it was like a Monday, Tuesday team event or two person. Stadler's event. there. Yeah, everybody was there. Peter Jacobson was like one of the most popular guys on tour. I mean, Arnold Palmer was there every year. Yep. Jack Nicholas was there. Chichi, Chai Chai Rodriguez. <laughs> Chichi Rodriguez, Fuzzy Zeller. I mean, Fred Couples, Davis, name them all. They're all, they're all there. So as a kid growing up here and going there and seeing your idols that you, that you grew up with is awesome. But John Daly one year, he, so, so the 18th green, they kind of have this exhibition, you know, they're all mic'd up and Chi Chi Rodriguez gets out there and hits a couple trick shots and guys get out there. Paul Azen are going to hit shots out of the sand trap and zinger and, and uh, Jacobson would always kind of do his imitations and just, it was fun, fun, fun event. John Daly gets up there one year and just starts pounding drives down down the 18th fairway towards the tee box because they're on the green mm-hmm. and uh he's he's just you know he's the guy he is just the long drive of that era and uh one year he turns around at the crowd and this is like an arena bowl like mm-hmm. steep steep like when you turn around from the 18th green and you start it's like steep uphill yeah and so john daly turns around and says i'm gonna hit this ball in the parking lot and hits at the fans and he hits this thing. <laughs> he hits this thing up over people's heads. Oh God! <clears throat> and like into a- the parking lot. And I think Peter Jacobson's butt puckered just a little bit because oh, they yeah. asked everybody there. There is no way he can guarantee he wasn't going to kill somebody. <laughs> right. <laughs> and hits this a little was, thin. Yeah, hits a little thin. He he he'd crush my skull. And uh, anyways, they had a little stern talking with John Daly that year about dude. You can't do that. Well, and did he hit somebody's car? I he might have set a car alarm off or something, but it's oh, geez, way up there. That's awesome. But the next year, he was invited back. Mm. I'm sure he was given a little talking. Don't to hit, him. don't hit towards people. And they're doing their little shtick out there on Sunday or Monday or whatever it was. John Daly says, "And I'm going to hit this toward up in the parking lot." Oh, fuck yeah! Turns around, and Peter Jacobson's just got this look in his eyes, like. You're not going to. Oh, yeah, I am. John Daly turns around, rears back, bam, exploding golf ball. <gasps> That's funny. That's funny. Hook, 
line and sinker. Yeah. He got Jacobson. And I would love to have Peter Jacobson on our show. Yeah, me too. Like an interview. Sure. I mean, Portland guy. Yep. We're from Portland. Yep. Peter Jacobson, I know you don't listen to the show. Um, you're an Oregon Duck alum. You know what? Let's have you on the show. Let's interview you. You'd probably have a great time. I love that. I would have loved if, if he'd just hit a ball. Like, you're not telling me. I'm John Daly. I'm John Daly. You can't tell me what, what to, to do. do. I'm, you tell me not to do it, I'm going to do it. I actually kind of like the fact that he actually respected that, though. That shows that he actually did have respect yes. for his colleagues and, and what they were saying. So yeah. I, I, I love that story. It, I, I can't remember if I just saw it on the local news that night or if I was actually there when he hit the ball up over the crowd. I was there several years for that kind of um exhibition but it was just such a great event i wish we could continue that on here but yeah i agree so cover ding dong of the week see will kim and ibf ian baker finch yep uh, nice trunk slammer was matthew wolf we're gonna get to our picks for the rbc but before that i want to just give one quick shout out to Firefighter Ben uh, made a little appearance in the show Portlandia, if you've ever seen it, the uh, episode where uh, Fred Hermison's character is a uh, uh, juice bar tender, uh, and he gets his hair caught in a blender. And if you've ever seen that episode, they call the fire department. And the fire department shows up and has to get his hair out of the blender. Well... The firefighter that showed up in that show is my friend, Ben Cohn. And Ben Cohn, firefighter Ben, as we like to refer to him as, made Todd and I a little uh, a little gift. It's a golf trophy uh, with the divot room on it, and Ben signed the golf ball. It's just a nice little uh, a gift from, from a friend of the show. So, Ben, we really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Love you, buddy. Yeah, I love it. Old school. <clears throat> it is old school. It's cool. It's love got it. like the the marble, the yeah. the fake marble, and I love that. And and turquoise and uh, is that a is that a dude or is that a lady? Hitting? Uh, well, I imagine with those trophies back in the eighties when they made those, or in nineties, uh, the ladies were wearing skirts. So I, I'd imagine that's a dude. Now nowadays, I mean, grab maybe, it. Maybe, Let me maybe see there's it. a little bit more. Let me see it. Yeah, I'm gonna guess it's a dude. It's got some weight to it. Yeah, it really does. It's not bad. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's good. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate it. Anytime Todd and I can feel some love about what we're doing, it's a good thing. So, all right, let's get to our picks, dude. So, RBC, Heritage, Harbortown Golf Links, Hilton Head, South Carolina. I've listened to a podcast, the Caddy Network, and there's a lot of caddies that talk about this being about their favorite, one of their favorite golf tournaments. This trophy's made in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm going to. <laughs> you know what? Hey, it's okay. Did he spend a lot of money? <laughs> Maybe it's actually pure gold. Wow. All right. Sorry. I digress. Oh, God, if Ben knows that's made of gold, he's going to want it back. <laughs> right? All right. So, uh, Harbortown. Uh, Harbortown. Did you just get that right now? Yeah. Live. Yeah. Ben Cohn just tried to fa- uh, friend 
Todd on Facebook. Good are timing, we, are, Ben. Are we live? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Wow. But that literally just happened. That's kind of spooky. Yeah, it is spooky. All right. Wow. We really digressed, but it's for a good reason. All right. We're back. Okay. Harbor Town. Uh, so RBC Heritage, Harbor Town Golf Links, Hilton Head, South Carolina. A lot of caddies talk about this as one of their favorite golf tournaments. Um, Why? You know, I don't know. I don't know if it's just that just the caddy accommodations, if they treat them well there, if they just enjoy the golf course. Um, Fried food. Just a lot of different things. Yeah. Well, so the Masters <laughs> really the Masters really takes care of those guys, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I know um, some golf terms don't necessarily take care of the caddies. Um, okay, I know no. that COVID has certainly changed that. Like, they get to park closer to the golf course, but as things get back to normal... You know, they're still going to have to park out far and get a shuttle in, that kind of stuff. So, but I think Hilton Head is one of those courses that takes care of their caddies. So, so you know, when <clears throat> Will Zalatoris got invited to the Masters. Okay. And the, so you want to go play a practice round. All you got to do is say, hey, I'm Will Zalatoris. I'm, I'm invited this year. I'd like to do a practice round. Yeah. They're like, no problem. <clears throat> you don't get to use your caddy. You have oh, yeah. to use their caddy. Yeah. You want your caddy to play? You got to get a member to sponsor him. Yeah. So then, which is no problem. But you're, then your caddy plays. Yes, he plays. Caddy for but you. he doesn't get to caddy. All the more reason to. Which I think caddy. is awesome. Yeah, it's great. So, uh, little fun fact is I think it was in the 1970s is. Uh, when they actually allowed outside caddies at the Masters. So all those guys before then had to use caddies from Augusta National Golf Club. That's amazing. The history. Uh, yeah, so I've heard stories about caddies that were like, dude, you got to get down here. They're letting us caddy. So, yeah. the I can't remember what year, but I believe it was in the 70s. I believe you. Par... 71. Yeah. yeah. 71. Par 71. Yardage is 7,900. 7,099 yards. Short. Yeah. But I bet it's windy. It's on the, the beach, right? Yeah. Yeah. It seems and like every narrow. year that I watch that, it seems like there's some flags in the background on 18, like just big old banner flags that are just whipping. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you one guess. Course designer. This is such a Pete Dye course. <laughs> Bunkers, right? Yeah, you're right on Pete Dye. Yeah. When in doubt, yeah, go go with, go with Pete Dye. Don't not Buddy Mason. Okay, so this this week we're gonna pick three golfers each. I'm picking first, but we're gonna pick two alternates. Reason being, we felt like it. And the fact that we're not sure if everybody we looked up is actually playing, playing golf, golf right? Because so. Bryson just and this is an this is an invitational. The RBC Heritage is an invitational. So there's by Bryson dropping out. They didn't invite somebody else. They don't. Yep. Okay. Which I thought was like, would it have been different if he said two weeks ago, "I'm not playing." Yeah, I and don't then know. they would have. There's probably there's probably a timeline. Yeah, yeah, but they're not. You're not. You're not in the wings hoping to play either. You. God, you there's were no in, obligations. I mean, there's no. You don't have to play. That's kind of weird. Yeah. I wonder if there's a penalty fee. Like, do you withdraw and 
you better have an excuse. That's true. Right? If you're just I hitting tore, the ball I all over the place. Pulled my left peck. Yeah, you could say you anything know, you wanted. I, my pride is hurt. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, I pick first, right? I mean, yes. last, yeah, because oh, I took shoot, speed. You took speed last week. I, right. There was no <clears throat> doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, man. I've got a lot of golfers written down here. What dude. about Zalatoris? Well, I, I do have him down. You're worried but, about me taking him, and it's like, do you take no, him first? Well, I mean, world number one, right? DJ. Mm. I mean, but is he going to play? Is he going to pull out? Um, I do like Zalatoris, but is he going to pull out? Because maybe this was just too much of a week for him. Mm -hmm. He just made over a million dollars. But then no, what, he's el fucking playing. What, what else does he have to do, right? He's skinny, and he's got yeah. a lot of energy. Yeah. And he's playing great. I would play if I was 22. I would, too. I'm going to take Zalatoris. I feel like I just muscled you into that. I feel like uh, I... There was no muscling into it. I tricked you because I'm not picking him, especially since you picked him. I'm going to go with... Lee Westwood. Oh, sorry. That was... That, that was, was not, mean. That was not Todd's <laughs> pick. That was just that, me acting like Todd. That was mean. Poor, poor Lee... He had a great three-week run, and now he nobody would touch him with a 10-foot pole. Um, my first pick is going to be Webb Simpson. I don't even have him written down. Look at all these golfers. Yeah, you've got Richie Warinsky. No, I don't. <laughs> The only W I have on there is Westwood, and that was only because I wanted to remind you about your your boy. Yeah, that. I like the Webb Simpson pick. Yeah, he's, he seems like he hits Are, it straight, and it's not we, that far. Okay, so every week I'm just like, wow, really? We didn't pick this guy? We didn't pick that guy? Did we really just pass up on world number one? Oh, yeah. Twice, yeah. I'm not on him. I am not hot He's on him. He's got a lot of obligations during the Masters. So there's reasons why maybe he didn't play as well as we would hope he would. Yeah. Oh, man. Do you go with a guy that's playing well, or do you just go with a guy because you just kind of have a gut feeling? Are you going to go with Abraham Answer? Well, I mean, he is my go-to. I mean, he is, he's just me and, a solid. It's like me and Furberger is doing Answer. He's a solid cut maker. Okay. I'm going to go with your boy, Billy Horschel. No. Are you shitting me? You took Horschel? Yeah. God. That guy's the worst. All right. I'm going to go. This is, I by feel the like. Way, I have no idea why Todd hates the guy. He's just, it's he's, okay, because it's just Todd's opinion. Okay. He doesn't have to like him. I don't hate him. Okay. You still here, like him. It's okay. He, here's what he does. <clears throat> At the U.S. Open at Chambers Bay, he acted like a complete little twat when he couldn't putt. Yeah. Well, they were shitty greens. I don't know. Jordan didn't why? have any problems. And everybody's playing the same course. Well, they are. But why they why they change out the entire greens? So they could have another U.S. Open there. Yeah. And he has his hissy Billy, fits. Billy's fault? Yeah. Sunday, <laughs> they showed him. He just made a triple bogey and it showed him it looked like he was washing a ball as he was taking his wedge and he was uh, <coughs> slamming it slamming it and if you it, could see todd's arm action right now we need to video this yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's like a, aggressive yeah he just he's he's drives me crazy and he okay. sneaks up but anyways i'm gonna pick 
This is easy. This is like going to take candy from a baby. I'm going to take Morikawa. Oh, uh, yeah. He's he's uh, starred on my sheet here. Why is that easy? I mean, DJ would be easy, but neither one of us are taking him. And I'm not going to take him again. Gosh, I don't why? blame you. What are we doing? I'm going to take Corey Connors. Booyah. Eh? Eh? Canadians. Yeah. Good day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Right, everybody that, oh, man. That, that doesn't live here. <clears throat> All right, my final pick is Kevin Kisner. I like that pick too because the guy just he loves playing there. Yeah, I was surprised he didn't play better uh, at the Masters, but you know, it'll happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so two alternates, just in case these guys either a aren't even scheduled to play, mm-hmm. uh, or they just withdraw before the round. Correct. All right. You know what? I'll just take DJ. Just world number one. I'm going to take Daniel Furberger. <laughs> of course you are. Oh, man. <laughs> I kind of I feel like I need to go with uh, um, somebody that is a little... You know, this is going to be the week that Abraham Answer wins, by the mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, Stuart Sink. I mean, the guy just played well at the Masters. Um, he shot his wad. <clears throat> he, he shot did. his wad. He did. Uh, so, Cantlay has some redemption. Fleetwood, solid. Uh, for those that weren't in the Masters that have been playing well, Doug Gim, Michael Gligic, uh Brian Harmon, dude, he's, he's playing in this tournament. He played well at the Masters. Chris Kirk. Ooh, Brian Harmon. Adam Long, uh, Shane Lowry, um, Harold Barn. A lot of these. I mean, every. What about? It, it, it's B- like I could go through the whole list. What about? They're all professional. What golfers. about BVP? You gonna think about taking a BVP? Bovin Pelt? No. Oh, okay. No. No. The yeah. No thanks. What about Scott Stallings and those muscles? Is he? He's in. Oh, he's a bit. Of, no, is he a nice guy? I don't know. I don't know. He's yoked. Yeah. I don't want to see him in his underpants. And no. He's too yoked. Okay. Uh, you know, just for fun, I'll take Gligic. That's my second one. So I'm going to take uh, Golf Jesus. Golfing Jesus. Fleetwood? Yeah. Tommy. Jesus. Uh, so with that being said, Todd, now that we have two alternates, if we find out that one of our golfers is not playing, do we get to pick one of our alternates or do we have to go with the first one? Like if I don't care, have to take DJ. We have to. We have have to coordinate that between the two of us before the tournament starts. Yeah. All right. So just to recap, I, Chris, have Zalatoris, Horschel, Connors, and as my alternates, I have DJ and Gligic. Oh, he's a Canadian too. Eh, good day. So I have (laughs) I have Connors and Gligic. I have two. Two Canadians. You're like a melting pot. Oh, jeez. You know, just North American all the way. Uh, oh, and Abraham answer. If I had him, it'd be all North. Yeah. I'm an all North American golf fan. Yeah. <laughs> Todd has uh, Webb Simpson, Colin Morikawa, uh, Kevin Kistner, and then his alternates are Daniel Berger and Tommy Fleetwood. Love it. Yeah. Hey, you know, if you win the RBC Heritage, you get a jacket. It ain't green. Is it plaid? Yeah, it's plaid. Yeah. And also, they do a cannon, like the tee-off. I think they do a cannonball out into the bay. 
Really? I don't think they do a cannonball, but I think they do <laughs> something. So look for it. Look for it. Do you have anything else, Todd? Nope. Nothing? Nothing. I think this is a good episode. I can't wait to listen to it tonight. Um, yeah. So I guess that's it. Yep. Everybody be good humans. Get vaccinated. Everyone have a great week. Except for Patrick Reed. <laughs>